everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Fit in the Form podcast, part of the Osmo Golf Podcast weekly series where we have three shorter form audio podcasts that I do weekly, maybe measures up to about an hour. This one, though, focuses specifically on the course Fit in Form, where I combine my articles that I write for Osmo that are both free, of course, each and every week and live. Now, on the site, I go over recent form, I go over strokes gained, And I go over course history if we have it. Sadly, this week for the BMW PGA Championship. I'm sorry, not PGA Championship. That's a European event. The BMW Championship. Uh, There is no course history. Uh, Last time we played here was 2003. There's certainly been some college events and amateur events here. And also, of course, a women's PGA Championship. But no PGA events. So that portion, which maybe is about five minutes long, is going to be gone. So this one will probably be rather... Short, but I'll try and give it a uh, go and maybe add in some other information that I don't normally do. So uh, this podcast and each and every one of our audio video uh, content here at Osmo is sponsored by Superdraft. You haven't checked them out? A great time to do so. The future of daily fantasy sports has arrived. Experience Superdraft's exclusive game mode multiplier. Say goodbye to salary restrictions and hello to lineup freedom. Use your fantasy sports knowledge to draft any player you want and build your very own dream team. Countless lineup possibilities let you experience daily fantasy sports the way you want. Superdraft, offering contests for PGA, NASCAR, and MMA so you can enjoy the best of DFS all year round. Sign up for Superdraft today using promo code AWESOMO10. You're going to get $10 free on your first deposit of 10 or more and 20 total free on your first deposit of 100 or more. Download in the App Store or play at Superdraft.com. Dot io super draft no limits and more winning all right so i mentioned this course has hasn't seen a pga tour event since 2003 when they hosted the u.s open so take these numbers with a grain of salt they've also added maybe 100 yards or 200 yards to the course a couple on the par fives making them a little harder but 2003, 53% of the fairways were hit, which meant under 60% in greens and regulation scrambling also below 65% but again it was a major uh, first two rounds, actually, for a major, uh, VJ Singh on Friday had 63, one of the lowest rounds in major history. So certainly even at a major, this course was gettable at a time. Okay, so now we're going to go on to recent form. That's where we're going to start with. And top 10s. I'm looking over the last 10 weeks and 28 golfers with multiple top 10s. So got a bunch of people playing pretty well. Jason Day, Webb Simpson, Bryson DeChambeau, however, are the only ones with four there's a bunch more with three, seven of them, in fact. Justin Thomas and Dustin Johnson, along with Ryan Palmer, Alex Norin, Kevin Kisner, and Russell Henley. Those last four names having three top tens here, maybe a little bit of a surprise. When we switch over to the more consistent top 25s, Harris English and Xander Shoffley have six. Dustin Johnson, as along with all the guys that I just mentioned, including Victor Hovland, also have five of them. When we look into the negative side of things, Last week we had 54 golfers in church of their first top 10, but now it's only 23 with only 70 golfers in the field. Some of those names, Tiger Woods, Roy McIlroy, Cam Smith, Bubba Watson, Jason Kolkrak, and Matt Kuchar, all no top 10s. So, with that being said, I am going to take the stand and say one of those guys is going to get into the top 10 this week, breaking that mold. And only leave six golfers, Mark Leishman, Tom Hoagie, uh, Nick Taylor, Andrew Lindsay, Carlos Ortiz, and Tiger Woods with no top 25s. I'm also going to take it there. Maybe it'll be the same guy named Tiger Woods getting inside the top 10 to break both those molds. But again, I'm taking and saying they will break it. 
And right, let's look into the strokes. Gained information just a little bit here. This will be uh, probably, like I said, about five minutes here. We're going to go into it. If you aren't familiar with strokes game, let's say it's the first time you're listening to this content, you're getting into golf because you know NBA is going to be ending here in a couple of weeks. Want to start learning about it as the majors gear up? You know, we got September, we got the United States Open, and November we've got the Masters. So you want to add another week-long sport to your routine as football picks up. Strokes gained is the way we measure golfers. Within that strokes gained information, it's four distinct categories: off the tee, on the approach to the green, around the green, and then on the green again. Most of you probably listening have heard of this. If you haven't, again, it's just a way, a great way to measure how golfers are playing well, or if they're not playing well, what is causing them to play poorly. It's a really great uses of information. So, we're going to look at strokes gained total. That's going to put all those things together that I just mentioned. Webb Simpson leads with in total uh, in total strokes gained and in average over the last ten weeks, average per start. Justin Thomas, John Rahm, Harris English, and Daniel Berger. Round up the top five in terms of average total strokes gained over the last 10 weeks per start. Now we go to T to green, which is everything that I just said, those four things, except for putting. That's going to leave us with Scotty Scheffler doing it four times in the last 10 weeks, along with Jason Day, Kevin Kisner, and Harris English. And on a per start basis, that changes up a little bit, obviously, uh, since we don't have... Um, some players don't play as often as others, so sometimes looking at total strokes gained can be a little bit distorted. But in terms of strokes gained, Tita Green, per start, Justin Thomas leads the way. Russell Henley, number two. Then it goes Dustin Johnson, John Brom, Daniel Berger, and Victor Hovland. And it's just on the outside of this one. Moving down now into the strokes gained off the tee, we know that Bryson DeChambeau has been dominant. But... You haven't heard his name in the previous two categories, so while he has a win in four other top tens, he still has struggled recently a little bit, uh, especially last week with the other parts of his game. Okay, now, moving on to, like I said, OTT, Bryson, number one, he's .4 strokes above Cameron Champ in terms of average per start. Matthew Wolf, John Rahm, Bubba Watson, and Xander Schauffele round out the top five in terms of average per start. In terms of consistency, though, Scotty Scheffler and Corey Connors have gained at least a quarter of a stroke five times in the last eight weeks, the only two to do so. Now we go look at the pivotal approach shots. A lot of people would say this is the most important part of a game. I would probably agree with that as if you, unless you're unbelievable around the green uh, uh, and on the green, you can get a bad, away with a bad approach game. But there just aren't that many golfers that can do that. There are a few. Some of those golfers, though, aren't even playing this week. Uh, however, on the approach, Russell Henley has gained a half a stroke five times in the past eight weeks. Webb Simpson leads a host of others at four, including Joaquin Neiman, Taylor Gooch, Mark Hubbard, Hainai, Deki Matsuyama, Justin Thomas, Tiger Woods, Joaquin Neiman, Victor Hovland. Oh, I'm sorry. Ended at Matsuyama. Um, missed up my notes. You know, I tend to do that from time to time. Justin Thomas, Tiger Woods, Joaquin Neiman, Victor Hovland, and Russell Henley. Other top five in terms of average strokes gained on the approach the last 10 weeks. So certainly in a no-cut event, if these guys get their putters going, especially those last four or five that I mentioned, certainly plays you want to have in your lineups this week. In terms of around the green, these are guys that could feasibly get away with a bad approach game. Brian Harmon. Really blown away the field in this category. Richie Wierenski is a full point 
three strokes on average per start behind him, but he is in the top five in this category, as is Justin Thomas, Patrick Reed, and Mackenzie Hughes. While of consistency, Jason Day and Scotty Scheffler have gained, have gained .25 strokes around the green five times over the last ten weeks. Brian Harmon has done it six times. Okay, now we go into the all-important putting. You can have a great tee to green game, but if you cannot put the ball in the hole, you're going to still struggle. So, yes, while the approach game is important, if you can't put it in, you're not going to win. Golfers like Matt Fitzpatrick and Mackenzie Hughes are in their own world. They're gaining tremendously, both each averaging over a stroke per start, really teeing it up there. Billy Horschel, Kevin Kisner, and Adam Long, though, have all gained .25 or more at least five times in the past eight weeks. They lead that category. So those are guys that have consistently been putting well. Other guys in that category is, is Harris English and even Dustin Johnson. All right, so as I mentioned, no course history that is relevant uh, to talk about. I guess I can quickly mention there's been an Illini championship and, of course, with Oklahoma State being such a powerhouse in golf, it always drew good fields. It has been played here quite a bit. Golfers that have played well here, Matthew Wolf won that uh, back in 2018. Cameron Champ won it back in 2015. Colin Morikawa has had a couple of top fives, as has Victor Hovland. Again, they were college players, but they were still playing against rather good guys, um, good golfers. Uh, you know, obviously playing against each other, and they're all playing against each other here would allude to that. Uh, but I don't know that i take too much stock in that. Um, granted, at least they've had uh, more. They've seen the course more so than some of these other golfers like uh, Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler and Rory McIlroy. Uh, that, and maybe even John Rahm to a certain degree uh, that have not seen the course uh, for quite some time. So that is all I have for this podcast. We got to 10 minutes. Uh, I'm going to be back on the airwaves tomorrow morning. Well, depending on you, when you listen to this, I'm doing this midday on Tuesday. I'm going to release my Against the Grain pod, the third and final series uh, of the Osmo Golf Weekly podcast series. That's where I talk about ownership, expected ownership for the upcoming slate. One of the most, if not the most important tools in PGA DFS. So until next time, everybody, be sure to check out Ben Raza and Timothy Frank's PGA DFS strategy show coming on the airwaves today. And then, of course, Ben Raza and I are going to recap it all tomorrow evening, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So thanks to Superdraft again for the sponsor of this show. And uh, if uh, I haven't, Covered anything that you guys want to hear covered, reach out to me at DFSGolfer23 on Twitter. Or, of course, if you're an Osmo Plus member, hit me up on the DMs and Slack. So until next time, everybody, we will see you on the other side. Cheers.